Coming up on 5-Minute News. U.S. school shootings at record high. Joe Biden signs police reform executive order. And Ukraine says Russia has bombed more than 40 towns in the Donbass. It's Thursday, May 26. I'm Anthony Davis. Three students were shot on Tuesday and wounded outside an elementary school in Washington, D.C. A day earlier, three teenagers were shot as they left their high school in Philadelphia. Last week, there were three shootings at high school graduations in Michigan, Louisiana and Tennessee. Gunfire at U.S. schools is at a record high, with a gun being discharged on a school property almost every day this year, according to David Reedman, a researcher who tracks such incidents. As Americans reeled from Tuesday's mass shooting in which a gunman killed 19 children and two teachers at a Texas elementary school, experts warned that a daily epidemic of smaller incidents goes largely unnoticed. There have been 137 shooting incidents at schools so far this year, almost one a day, and 249 last year, according to Reedman, lead researcher at the K-12 school shooting database at the Naval Postgraduate School Center for Homeland Defense and Security. It tracks every incident in which a gun is brandished or fired, or a bullet hits school property. What is becoming more prevalent is systemic gun violence at schools that is dramatically increasing, especially at high schools. This is due to students carrying weapons and conflicts escalating to the point of gun violence, Reedman said. Before Tuesday's mass shooting at Robb Elementary School in Uvalde, Texas, other shooting incidents on school grounds around the country had killed 27 people, including seven students with 77 wounded. Mass shooting attacks on schools are also getting deadlier. The three deadliest school shootings have all taken place in the last decade. And now Tuesday's massacre in Texas. President Joe Biden signed an executive order on Wednesday to improve accountability in policing, a meaningful but limited action on the second anniversary of George Floyd's death that reflected the challenges in addressing racism, excessive use of force and public safety when Congress is deadlocked on stronger measures. The event, shaped by one tragedy, occurred a day after a second one. Biden and Vice President Kamala Harris gave remarks that tried to comfort those affected by the shooting in Texas as well as those who have suffered from police brutality, promising them that change could come eventually despite the partisan divides on Capitol Hill. I know progress can be slow and frustrating, Biden said. Today we're acting. We're showing that speaking out matters, being engaged matters, that the work of our time, healing the soul of this nation, is ongoing and unfinished and requires all of us never to give up. George Floyd's family was in the audience at the White House as the president declared that what we do in their memory matters, with lawmakers unable to reach agreement on how to reform police policies or on efforts to reduce mass shootings, the president has limited avenues for advancing his campaign promises. And as he tries to build consensus, Biden is also attempting to strike a balance between police and civil rights groups 
at a time when rising concerns about crime are eclipsing calls for reform. Most of Biden's order is focused on federal law enforcement agencies to review and revise policies on use of force. It will also create a database to help track officer misconduct, according to the White House. Although the administration cannot require local police departments to participate in the database, which is intended to prevent problem officers from hopping from job to job, officials are looking for ways to use federal funding to encourage their cooperation. Russian forces shelled more than 40 towns in Ukraine's eastern Donbass region, Ukraine's military said, threatening to shut off the last main escape route for civilians trapped in the path of their invasion, now in its fourth month. After failing to seize Ukraine's capital Kiev or its second city Kharkiv, Russia is trying to take full control of the Donbass, comprised of two eastern provinces Moscow claims on behalf of separatists. Russia has poured thousands of troops into the region, attacking from three sides in an attempt to encircle hold-out Ukrainian forces. Their fall would leave the whole of the Luhansk province under Russian control, a key Kremlin war aim. The occupiers shelled more than 40 towns in Donetsk and Luhansk region, destroying or damaging 47 civilian sites, including 38 homes and a school. As a result of the shelling, five civilians died and 12 were wounded, the Joint Task Force of Ukraine's Armed Forces said on Facebook. The statement said 10 enemy attacks were repelled, four tanks and four drones destroyed, and 62 enemy soldiers were killed. Ukrainian President Volodymyr Zelensky said Russian troops heavily outnumber us in some parts of the east. Zelensky said this week the conflict could only be ended with direct talks between him and Vladimir Putin. You can subscribe to 5-Minute News on YouTube with your preferred podcast app, ask your smart speaker, or enable 5-Minute News as your Amazon Alexa flash briefing skill. Subscribe, rate, and review online at 5minute.news. 5-Minute News is an evergreen podcast covering politics, inequality, health, and climate, delivering independent, unbiased, and essential world news daily. On the morning of August 1, 1966, shots ring out from the observation deck of the clock tower on the University of Texas campus. It marks the infamous beginning of the modern era of mass shootings in America. You're listening to Stop the Killing podcast. Join us as we take you behind the crime scene tape to explain global mass shootings and mass attacks. I'm Sarah Ferris, but more importantly, this is Catherine Schweit, the former head of the FBI's active shooter program. I spent five years as the FBI's top executive looking for answers to the mass shooting crisis. I've been at the shooting scenes. I've traced heroic acts of bravery. And I've sat silently and listened to the heart-wrenching stories from survivors. Amongst this horror, there is hope. We all hold the key to stop the killing. You just need to know how to unlock the door. Download Stop the Killing and be part of the solution. Search Stop the Killing on Apple, Spotify and all the usual suspects.